So my prayer for Unfinished was to give up control and make God my king. And I made the biggest commitment I ever have because I got my first job and I'm really excited because I feel like I'm being stretched and challenged and I'm making a real sacrifice. For Unfinished, I have decided that I'm going to tithe 10% of whatever paychecks that I make in the next few months. For Unfinished, I'm going to be giving my 10% of my bank account and joining the Slice Band. I gave away $10 because I felt like other people needed it more than I did. Um, I donated a toy puppy because it was special to me and I think it will be special to them. I'm giving because some people can't pay for other stuff, so the things that we don't need we could give away. My commitment will be to read my Bible more because I haven't been doing that lately. I'm committing to sending $10 in every week to the church. My commitment is that I would give back to God during offering, read my Bible every day, and highlight the verses that make sense to, and inspire me. Um, so I feel that one of the gifts that God has given me is being able to talk to people. So um, my prayer is to be able to find opportunities to like, be a light in other people's lives and talk to them. I also am committed to give $100 because even though like, I don't have a job, I do have money and I feel like it would be better for it to go to like, the church and like, helping people find God rather than to like, clothes or something for me. I donated $5 because I thought that maybe some families could like buy some new stuff of that. I donated a dress and a jump rope because I think that um, it's stuff that some like I don't use a lot and I wanted to donate it because I feel like other kids would really enjoy it. My commitment is to try to come to church more to draw close to God and try to read my Bible more. Through Unfinished, I learned that I can use my talents and my treasure at church and give back to God through that. My commitment for Unfinished is that I'm going to get baptized, even though uh, I was baptized as a little girl, so I'm fulfilling what my parents started. My prayer for Unfinished is that God would just open all of our eyes to what He wants us to give for Him. Yeah, we got some awesome kids, don't we? Awesome kids in this church. And I, I love that video because that's what Unfinished is all about. Everybody, you know, kids, uh, teens, adults going on a journey with God and declaring that we're unfinished. I just uh, love that. Well, today is Commitment Weekend. And this is going to be a life-changing weekend in the life of our church. And I'm just so glad that each and every one of you are here to be a part of it. And if you're a guest, you picked the best day uh, to be here because you're going to witness a move of God in this church. It's just going to be historic, and I'm just so glad uh, that you're here. We're a church that's not content to be comfortable or complacent. We want to take big steps of faith and big steps of generosity as we declare that we are unfinished people. And so do me a favor. Go ahead and uh, grab that card, commitment card that was on your chair when you walked in. And if for some reason you don't have one, just raise your hand. One of the ushers will bring one over to you. I want you to hold on to that card. If you're with your spouse, maybe you hold it together. And I, wanna, I want us to pray over this. 
Because this is the biggest thing that God's ever done in this church. And it is likely uh, one of the biggest things that we have done in our personal uh, generosity. And so uh, let's pray over this as we declare that we are unfinished people, part of an unfinished church on an unfinished mission. Let me pray for us. God, today we join together as your church. And we want to declare that we are an unfinished people, that River Glen is an unfinished church. God, we just invite you to work in us and through us as we seek to put you first in our lives. God, we want you to do a finishing work in our church and in our lives. And it's in your awesome name that we pray. Amen. Now, it may be uh, Commitment Weekend, but I think if we're honest, commitments don't come easy, uh, do they? Uh, you know, we all, we all know what it's like to kind of semi-commit to something, to, uh, you know, kind of uh, uh, be in to hedge our bets a little bit. We've all probably had a conversation that went kind of uh, like this. I want you to imagine that I'm having a a, a texting conversation with my 18-year-old son, uh, Ryan, and I say something kind of like this. Uh, You know, hey, man, hey, how about Bucks game this Friday night? You in? And then Ryan uh, texts back to me, and he says, oh, probs, which means probably, if you want to be hip, you know, with the kids. And then, you know, I text back and say, sweet, I'm on Ticketmaster right now. Want me to buy two ticks? And uh, Ryan goes ahead and he responds back. And uh, he says, yeah, most likely, fist bump. (laughs) And um, what does that mean? Okay, what does that mean? And I say, well, should I buy two or shouldn't I? I'm looking for a commitment here. And uh, here's what Ryan responds back. Hmm, I think you could probably get two. Yeah, okay. And then, you know, here, here, here's what I say back uh, to him. Help me out. I need a commitment. Is this a yes or a no? And so, you know, I wait. And uh, here's what, then here's what Ryan does. That means he's, he's thinking about it. You know, he's texting me. He's uh, responding. But then, ah, he, he was thinking about it. Now he's not. But then, now he's thinking about it again. Maybe. But... Ah, you know, I'm going to have to go to the Bucks game by myself. And you've probably had a conversation like that. You know, you've probably been on either side of a commitment like that. Commitments don't come easy. But today I want us to understand why commitments are so important. And here's why right here. Because nothing shapes your life more than the commitments you choose to make. Nothing shapes your life more than the commitments that you choose to make. Let that sink in. I mean, many of us have made a commitment to a person and it shaped our life, right? Many of us have made a commitment to a job, and it shaped our life. Uh, some of us have made a commitment to student loans, and unfortunately, it's still shaping our life. Uh, but our commitments will shape our life for the positive or the negative. Every commitment that we make, whether it's a relational commitment, spiritual commitment, financial commitment, vocational or volunteer commitment, every commitment we make shapes our life profoundly. You ever made a commitment that you regretted? You know, I can think of one. This goes back many years. Uh, when Marnie and I moved down to Kentucky, we didn't know anybody. We didn't really have any friends yet. And some people in the church immediately, they invited us to join their bowling team on this Friday night league. And at first I hesitated, but then I thought, you know what? I like, I like bowling once in a while, especially when they have the rails up to, re- to prevent gutter balls. And so I said, yeah. And, uh, and, then, and then every Friday night for like a million weeks in a row, <laughs> we bowled. Three games, nothing against bowling, and the people were great, but I regretted that commitment. That was my last bowling league, but here's my guarantee to you. I guarantee you, 
if you declare yourself unfinished and you make a commitment to put God first, you will never regret that commitment. Never, ever. Not in this life, not in the next life. In fact, you know, I encourage people to make a commitment and get married. I encourage people to take risk for, for ministry. But this is the only commitment I can absolutely guarantee that you will never regret. Now, sometimes people will ask me, okay, Ben, so, you know, what does it mean to declare that I'm unfinished? What does it mean to put God first? Well, here's how I explain it, okay? Sometimes uh, what, what people think is uh, you take a piece of paper and you take out a pen and you make a list you know, of your priorities, one through ten. And you, you make up that list and you put God in the number one slot. And then, you know, maybe you list your other priorities, you know, job, uh, family, hobby, friends, church, Netflix, whatever it is. You make a list of your other priorities. But to really put God first means much more than just putting him in that number one slot. Putting God first means that God affects everything else on that list. And so instead of writing your own list and putting God in that number one slot and whatever you think should go two, three, and four, instead you say, God, here's the paper. God, here's the, the, the pen. Here's the list of everything you've already given me. God, I give it to you first. Now, God, you decide how I should prioritize things. You decide how I should order and finish my life. You decide how I should allocate my resources. And God, when you're done creating that list, then give it back to me. And I will do what you say. That's a little different, isn't it? See, God doesn't just want to be on, to on the top of, of our list. God wants to affect everything else on the list. And that's what Unfinished is about. And that's what you and I need to do today. Instead of, instead of filling out you know, our commitment card just on our own and, saying, and, and, and telling God what, what, what we're going to do, we declare, God, I'm unfinished. You know, God, it's all yours. And since you're the Lord of my life, since you're the leader of my life, God, you tell me. Uh, here's my commitment card. You tell me what you want me to do, and I will, I will do it. Now, I know that for some people, for a variety of reasons, many legitimate, uh, they, can, they can be a little skeptical. They can be skeptical about making commitments like these. And I get that. I understand that. I, I really do. In fact, there's a part of, there's a part of me that can get a little skeptical um, my, myself. But here's something I decided long ago. I decided that I will not let what some previous church or some other religious leader or pastor or some other Christian did or didn't do in the past to mess up or get in the way of what God wants to do in me and through me in the present and in the future. I refuse to let that happen. And I would encourage you to do the same. I want to make a commitment and say, God, I want you to do a finishing work in my life. Now, in the Bible, in the, uh, in the book of Ephesians, chapter 3, Paul understands how commitments shape our lives. And so he writes this letter to this church in the city of Ephesus that he helped start. And he reminds us why our commitments matter so much. And uh, here's what he says. For this reason, I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I love that part right there. From whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. In other words, what Paul says, we're all part of a family. We're all part of God's family. And not just in heaven, we're part of God's family right now in the church. And our church family here includes people of, of different ages, of all ages and stages of life, from different backgrounds, from different financial situations, at different points on our faith journey. Some people taking first steps, but all of us taking next steps. 
You know, this week I thought back to my experience growing up in a church family. I thought about my home church. My family attended this church in West Dallas called the Orchard Street Christian Church. My, my, my parents and my brothers and I, we all found Jesus. And we all got baptized in that church. And growing up, I saw faith and love lived out in that church. At that, that church, they saw potential in me. And they developed me. And they believed in me. I didn't ask them to do this, but I went away to a Christian college in Illinois, and this little church paid half of my school bill my freshman year. That, that was huge. Um, and this church walked with my mom and, and our family through my dad's cancer and through his death. I mean, the reason that I'm here today is because my home church poured into me and changed my life. You could take all the blessings in my life, and you can trace almost all of them back to my home church. And probably for, 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 for many of you, the significant moments, the blessings in your life, a lot of them can be traced back to your home church. Maybe this church right here. Some of you were baptized here. Some of you were married here. Some of you went through a painful season. Maybe you suffered the loss of a loved one. And this church family walked through it with you. Think about the babies born here. Think about the babies born here just in the last year. And they're gonna grow up and they're going to follow Jesus here. It's amazing what God does through the local church. It's an incredible opportunity that we have to be each other's church family today. And because we're all part of this family, when we make a commitment today, God's family wins. I want to show you some family pictures. Take a look here. This is a small group. This is a new small group that meets on Thursday nights. They're part of the family. And the family wins today. Look at this next one. This is a group of volunteers who serve on our first impression teams. And they make the coffee and take care of things on weekends. And they help us greet newcomers. They're part of the family. And the family wins today. This is uh, our, our church staff. We have an awesome church staff that, that loves you and enjoys working with each other. And they're passionate about our mission of making more and better followers of Jesus. They're part of the family and the family wins today. This is our middle school ministry, the edge that just keeps growing and growing. They're part of the family, and the family wins today. One more picture. These are some kids from a school that we helped start in a slum in Kenya. They're, they're also part of our family. They're one of our global partnerships. See, what God wants us to do today is not only take care of our family, but also expand our family to help more people find and follow Jesus in Waukesha and Milwaukee and Pittsburgh and all around the world. Our family. We're getting ready to do something really big for God this weekend. Let's look at the next part of Ephesians chapter 3. Paul continues and he says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, God may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Here's the second reason why the commitment that we make today matters. Paul says that when we make a commitment to God, he will actually strengthen us through the power, through the work of the Holy Spirit. Let me ask you a question. Where do you need strengthening today? Where do you need strengthening today? For some of us, we've got some financial burdens and concerns that feel like a chronic preoccupation, and what you really need is strengthening. You need God to strengthen you with faith. Some of us have debt. Some of us feel immobilized with fear. Maybe it's college tuition up ahead. Maybe we have doubt that God can provide. But what we need, we need to be strengthened with faith. You know what? Some of us may have the opposite problem. Some of us, and I may be in this category, you know, we look over our shoulder at the past 
And we say, I've done this before. I've done this bit. Uh, You know, I don't want to stretch again. I'm going to let other people step up this time. And what I have found, what you really need, you need to be strengthened with faith. And what God wants to do today, he wants to strengthen you, it says, in your inner being with faith. And so I want to pause for a moment right now, right in the middle of this, and do what what Paul did. I want to ask God to strengthen us today. So let me pray for us. God, this weekend is a great opportunity that you've put in front of us as a church to do something really big for you and for you to do a finishing work in each of our lives. But God, we need you to strengthen us with faith to overcome our fears that want to hold us back. Maybe it's a fear that this isn't a good investment. Maybe it's a fear that you won't provide for us. God, would you give us strength and power and faith through your Holy Spirit to trust you and make a commitment to you today. And it's in Jesus' name, amen. God begins to strengthen us. He begins to strengthen us through prayer. And when we follow through and make a commitment, God gives us more strength. God gives us more faith through the Holy Spirit. This, this fascinates me. See, you don't have to wait until you have faith to make a commitment. It doesn't work that way. You make the commitment, and as a result of, 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 of making that commitment, God gives you strength. God gives you faith through the Holy Spirit to fulfill that commitment. Last weekend I shared how Marnie and I have prayed and how we sense God leading us on our unfinished uh, journey. A couple weeks ago we made our commitment. We filled out our card, put a number on our card at the advanced commitment night. But then one night this week, Marnie and I were were talking about our our commitment number. And she asked me some questions about it. and, And then she took out a calculator and she said, do you think we can do more? Do you think we can increase it? And I'm like, yeah, okay. I mean, we're already making the biggest commitment that we've ever made. But here's what I think was happening. This spiritual dynamic where Marnie made a commitment, and in that commitment, God strengthened her, and he began strengthening me. And so we talked, and we decided we're going to increase. We're going to go ahead. We're going to increase over what we already decided at the advanced commitment night. Now, I don't know where you need strength or if you need strength, but what's fascinating to me is that you make a commitment to God and he gives you the strength. He gives you the faith that you need through the Holy Spirit. And so this commitment today matters so much. It matters because God's family wins today and it matters uh, because God's strengthening us today. And then here's something else that's going to happen today. It builds up right at the end of Ephesians chapter 3. Paul says, now to him, now to Christ Jesus, who's able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that's at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. I'm telling you, we're going to see this happen. We've seen this happen before, and it's going to happen again today. God will accomplish more through the commitment than you, that, that we make today than we can ask or imagine. I'm telling you, if we look into the future, because of our commitments today, maybe a young mom who doesn't know God is going to drive by that new regional campus that we're going to begin near her neighborhood. And she might just stop in to see if there's a a, a better way, something more, you know, to live for, a better life than the one she's living right now. 
And because of our commitment today, a troubled teen is going to meet somebody at high school, and they're going to invite him to come to River Glen, and he is going to experience God's grace and forgiveness like never before. Maybe an elderly couple battling health issues, battling illness and end-of-life care, searching for meaning in this life that has passed them by so quickly, will find the hope and the treasure that only Jesus gives through what Brandon and Danielle Stevenson are going to do in Pittsburgh. And they're going to enter through those gates with confidence, knowing that they accepted Jesus as their Lord and as their Savior. And a young family who's never met Jesus is going to drop their children off at our Kid Life ministry on the weekend. And through their child's experience, they're going to learn more about the compassionate character and nature of God than they ever learned on their own through other resources. That's just what I can imagine right now. And what does God's word say? He's going to do more than we can imagine, more than we can ask. That's what's going to happen as a result of today. And you know what? All the people in our services, about 1,500 people in our services, absolutely everybody who commits today will experience a work of God in their life that cannot be humanly described but will be immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine. God doesn't promise the type of blessing that he's going to give us, but he does promise that he will bless us and do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. So are you ready for that today? Are you ready to receive God's promises? Are you ready to declare that, that you're going to let God do a finishing work in your life? A couple weeks ago, our, our leaders uh, gathered together for what we called Advanced Commitment Night at the uh, Milwaukee Art Museum. This type of gathering actually follows a biblical principle that's found in 1 Chronicles chapter 29. It's a great leadership principle. Leaders go first. Leaders always go first. And so our staff and elders and volunteers and leaders went first. And we thought hearing some stories from the hearts of our leaders would encourage you. And so take a look at the screens. To us, this unfinished commitment means stepping out in faith together. Uh, there's so many things that, you know, we need in our lives or we think we need. Uh, we have remodeling projects in our house and um, still putting down a really big number for us and, uh, and stepping out in faith and knowing that God is going to provide all that it is that, that he will in his timing. To me, this unfinished commitment tonight means um, just really being able to have the opportunity to participate in something that's bigger than me and just to really refocus on what's important and what really matters. Um, and, and even to have young kids, so really thinking about how I can kind of bring them along for that and, and really um, help them to be selfless and, and to, to build that relationship um, with God. Uh, this commitment Tonight means free snacks and coffee, which was great. But more importantly, I believe in the process. I believe in where Ben is taking us. And based on all that, I'm doubling my commitment. I guess we thought we had it figured out. And as we sat and listened to everybody and, and watched what was going on, realized that we needed to step it up a little. So we jumped to another level and I can't wait to see how God works in our house and more importantly how God works at River Glen as this all goes on. Thinking about unfinished I got a little bit nervous. I'm thinking I have student loans to pay off and credit cards and 
how am I going to do this? Where's the money going to come from? I don't totally always know, but at the end of the day, I just think I really believe in River Glen and what we're doing here, and I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to jump in and make my commitment. It doesn't matter how it's going to happen. I trust in God that it will. So I think for me, for Unfinished, um, it was just great to see so many people out here tonight. You know, I, I know God's been working on my heart because I'm an unfinished person, and he just continues to work on me. But to see us come together as a church, just there's a unity there um, that I had not seen before about all of us being committed to moving River Glen forward. And I think that's what it means to me is to see that God's just not working in my life, but he's working in the life of the church. And that's fantastic to see. We're the LaVerge family, and to us, the unfinished commitment means really looking forward to unexpected miracles. We've seen God pull us through when we've made sacrifices before, and we just look forward to seeing what he's going to do in our lives this time. I have four kids. I'm a single mom and not a lot of money, and I have decided to give up smoking. I have been a recovering alcoholic and drug addict for... Um, sometime and I'm dedicating all the money that I would be spending on those things to unfinished today. Unfinished commitment tonight means that we are stretching and I teach yoga so I thought I knew what stretching was but this is going to be really good for us, really good for our families and just um, I think get our priorities where they need to be. Our unfinished for us is that we are trusting God as he moves us to Pittsburgh to start a brand new church, to start a new chapter of our lives with our family, and for him to continue his work in us as also as he continues work in people we don't even know yet in the Pittsburgh area to be part of this church, and that's what Unfinished is for us. To be honest with you, I think we're a little scared. We kind of had a number in mind when we came here, and Janelle actually got her calculator out at one point to just to double check to make sure that that was the number. We've got some challenges ahead with our family and we're growing our family and we feel like there's other things that might take priority, but we feel like this is probably where our heart and where our checkbook should be. We're unfinished people. We know that the church is unfinished and we are stepping out in faith and it's it's scary but it's exciting we we've just seen how god has worked in our our lives when we step out in faith especially with our finances we we've been blessed beyond i think what we ever thought we could be financially and we just feel like to take an extra step now when it maybe isn't on paper the smartest thing or the most comfortable thing to do we just know it's going to be the right decision. Absolutely. To us, this unfinished commitment tonight means that we just don't tie that obedience, but that we surrender all of our finances over to God and live sacrificially over the next two years as a family and changing our lifestyle. To us, the unfinished commitment means that we can help others become Christ followers. Almost 15 years ago, we started attending River Glen and we started following Jesus. It's always been my mom's prayer that all seven of her children would love and follow Jesus. This summer, my amazing, loving, joy-filled, and somewhat crazy mother passed away. Because of this, last month, Sharon and I received an unexpected inheritance. Our prayer became, 
how can we use this money best? College for Tory, retire before 2019, a new car, a new home. We decided that of these things, building the kingdom was most essential. I think my mom is probably thrilled that we decided to use this gift from her for our unfinished journey. Well, the rest of us get the chance to make that same commitment. And I've been praying. I've been praying that everyone in our church family, 100% of us, will commit to radical, sacrificial generosity and declare ourselves unfinished like never before. In a minute, I'm going to ask all of you to come forward, our entire church family, to make our commitments together. For those of you that already made a commitment at Advanced Commitment Night, we want you to be part of this experience, and we want you to come, come forward and turn in a card again. And uh, don't worry, we won't, we won't add the two cards together. Maybe you'll bring the same number. Maybe like me, you'll increase it. But we want you to be part of this. So do me a favor and uh, go ahead and take out your uh, commitment card. Everybody, please take out your commitment card. I want to walk through it with you because it can be a little bit confusing. As you look at this card, I want you to remember a couple of things. First and foremost, this commitment that you make today, it matters. It matters between you and, and God. I would say that after baptism, I, I would suggest to you that finances, because they're so close to our heart, make a clear declaration that we're unfinished and that God's number one in our life. It matters between you and God. But second, it matters between you and people in Waukesha and Milwaukee and Pittsburgh and all over the world who, who don't know Jesus. For some reason, God chose to use this church to make an impact. And uh, your commitment matters. Now, the commitment that you're going to make is your total giving to River Glen over the next two years. So if you're somebody who already gives, you know, X amount over, over two years, that's part. That's part of this. That's included. You include your two-year regular giving in your number plus your huge step of faith for unfinished. And when you put those two together, that's, your total, that's a total of your giving for two years. If you open up the card, there's a, a blank toward the bottom there where, where you write that total number for two years. You put that on that line. If you turn the card over, would you go ahead and turn that over? There's a tool here that can be helpful, a gift chart on the back. So go ahead and turn that over. Let's take a look at that. And you'll notice there's a column that has monthly totals and then annual totals. And then in the yellow column, okay, that's the total two-year uh, gift based on the monthly and the annual. Maybe for some of us, it'd be helpful to look at that uh, column there and identify where you're at right now. Go ahead and maybe put your finger, you know, where you're at right now. And then we're going to give you a moment to pray and reflect and go, this is what it would look like for me to really uh, declare that I'm unfinished. This is what it would look like for me to let God do a finishing work in my life. And whatever that number is, we just ask you to write that on that, uh, that blank. Something that really, really excites me is I know we've got many people that are making a, a commitment for the first time, a making a commitment to, the, to give for the first time. And I'm just so excited for you. God's going to work in you and through you like never uh, before. And uh, would you join me? You know, I know there's a bunch of people that are going to do this for the first time. And let's, let's say thank you to them. Let's encourage them. Let's give them a hand. Would you do that? That's great. That is awesome uh, what, you're, what you're doing. I'm so proud of you. And I also know that many of us today are choosing to give out of, out of the excess, to, to no longer give out of the excess. Maybe you've been giving at what you thought were high amounts. Maybe you've been tithing for many years. But today as you pray, you are deciding that truly being unfinished in your generosity 
means giving up something out of true sacrifice, out of true surrender to God. And for some of us, this might mean a significant six-figure gift or maybe even a seven-figure gift that we didn't even think was possible until now. But if God puts that on your heart, if that's what God's leading you to do, I want to encourage you to go ahead and do that. You're going to give up something that matters to you for something that matters to God even more. Now, you don't have to uh, put numbers in, in all the blanks. It's, it's just a worksheet. Uh, the only number that you need to fill out is that uh, blank on the, on the bottom there. Uh, that, that blank on the bottom is the, is, is the most important uh, number on the card. You can fill out the rest if that's helpful for you, but that last, that box in the bottom is the most important uh, blank. This is your commitment of your total generosity to River Glen over two years. And here's my prayer that every one of us, as we look down at this card, like we said, you'll give it to God and you'll say, God, I am unfinished. I am surrendered to you. This is yours. God, you tell me what you want me to do. And God, I'll do it. That's what God's asking us of us today. That's how we declare that we are unfinished. And so the band's going to uh, continue playing, and uh, we're going to give you a few moments to pray and, and reflect and write down your commitment. If you're with your spouse, feel free to talk to your spouse. And, uh, but I'm going to ask you to stay seated, and then I'm going to come back up in a few moments and give you further instruction. So please use these next few moments to pray and reflect and uh, write uh, your commitment. And then I'll come back up and give us some instructions in just a moment. This is an opportunity as a church for us to declare that we're an unfinished people, part of an unfinished church, on an unfinished mission. And so the band's going to continue uh, playing. And when you're ready, please come forward. We've got several baskets here on the stage. When you're ready, please come forward. And, and you can put your commitment card in the, in the basket. And then you can return to your seat and we'll keep singing. So the band's going to keep playing. When you're ready, you come forward, put your card in the basket, and then uh, return to your seat. Let's go ahead and do that right now. That's a great anthem, and uh, let's just give God a big hand, too, for what he's done here today. It's been awesome, and thank you for being part of it. Be sure to come back next weekend. We're going to start a new series. It's going to be great, and then in three weeks, uh, December 3rd and 4th, we're launching a new Christmas series, and that weekend, we're going to share with you the results of Unfinished. We're going to make it just a big celebration. You don't want to miss December 3rd and 4th. And be sure to enjoy the lobby. We've got prayer canvases, free balloons for the kids. We've got a photo booth with, with props. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for being here. God bless you, and uh, have a great week. <laughs>